You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. Alright, hello and welcome to another edition of Worst Collection Ever here on the Sideshow Network, brought to you by Comics on Comics, where the greatest comic minds meet the greatest minds in comics. I'm Sean. And I'm Jen. And thank you for joining us yet again as we go into our collection of badness. Yay, badness! And uh, we will share yet again to, uh, I don't know, just... This is a very sad one, I think. I don't think it's sad. Well, the, the, it's one pathetic. Of them, I, I think one of them has a character that is always getting shit on for no apparent reason. Right. Uh, which we'll discuss when we get there. Right. So, first issue uh, is... Captain America. That's right. Captain America number 315 from March 1985. Yep. My brother was two months old. Oh, man. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes. Uh, yeah. What about the a, other one? You have too many brothers. I have all the brothers. <laughs> Anyways, so this uh, is all about the serpent society. Serpent. Serpent society. Serpent society. Who, I think, they debuted pretty recently in this series around this time. And, uh... On the cover here, Captain is tied up in chains as the uh, Super Society is like, we got you and we're going to kill you. And he's like, ha ha. That's what they think. That's what they Even think. though he looks really terrified. I have to say Captain America looks scared. Well, this cover. well look at his, look at Cottonmouth's face. It, it is terrifying. Uh, in fairness, it is yeah. terrifying. Yeah, they, they met, they, they, these guys don't mess around. Nope. Anyway, so we start with Captain uh, on the very first page. Which is hilarious when you we get we get a giant splash page of splash Modoc. page Modoc who's dead. Yeah, so he's like in a morgue and all he's like laying on a table. And there's this giant fucking noggin and everybody's like, "What?" Yeah, but, yeah. He's dead. It's kind of terrifying. And can I just say something? Yeah. He looks in this form like mm. his head mm. looks a lot like Peter Dinklage. Like his face, yeah. Like if Peter Dinklage was like really old, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I could see that. Peter Dinklage could pull off a good Modoc. Yeah, if I they guess. CGI'd his head to be like big. if they made it much bigger than like, it is. Like if it was NBA, if, if if Peter Dinklage played an NBA Jam. The thing is, did you know that Modoc. if Peter Dinklage was Modoc, he'd fucking kill it? Oh, he'd be great. He no, would I'm be saying, amazing. He, he would be the best. It would be the best choice. It would be the best Modoc ever, and you'd be like, "Give that man all the Oscars <laughs> for playing Modoc." That would be that would be great. Mm-hmm. It would be great if he if at some point if he if he if if some point the Marvel universe. Well, he's already in it technically, but if he's going to be a part of like the official Marvel universe, they can bring great. him in. Who was he? He was Trask in uh, Oh, Days he of was. Past. Yes, he was. That's right. I forgot about that. Right. But, I mean, you know, that's not technically a part of the Marvel right, right, universe right. canon. Right. Yes. So, yes, what would be great is if he brought him back as Modoc, you know, brought him in as Modoc, or you can bring him in as uh, Modam. Just bring him as anybody. Can he, like, play all the parts? Oh, he can play a lot of parts. He can, he can, be, he can, he can play Puck. You can play anybody. Ultra flight. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Let him play everybody because he's great. He's quite great. Anyway, so he's dead, and they're in the morgue, and they're going to perform an autopsy. Which is funny because they're all like, "Oh, we got to do this." Like, like, oh shit! Ooh, gross. Which I don't know why they're ooh grossing because really it's just a body like any other body. Well, we don't it's see just, the rest of his body. He's just got a giant ass head. Yeah, but he's just like regular body. Well, here's the thing though: for the cor- down, right? for coroner having to saw through all that to weigh his brain. That's gonna suck, but uh, that's why they invented bone saws. I like I like that there was an extra table holding his head. Yeah, he's got a big head. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they're standing there. All of a sudden, the Serpent Society or some of them bust through the door. But you want to hear something? See something great? Yeah. Can you, do you see this? Yes, you can see the face through the window. <laughs> you see one of their face? I think it's uh, Anaconda's face, which is actually pretty creepy. It is really creepy. <laughs> like like I get like I, I, I but that's not necessary because like. You know, you're reading this first page, and it's like, they could just bust through the door. It's like, whatever, who gives a shit? But to, to kind of shadow them in there, like, 
shadow of somebody's face, and they're like, uh, like that. So you know something's coming. I guess. So you know, I mean, granted, just the next page. Uh, but she fucking kicks the door down because she's this big brassy broad. Yeah. Yeah, she is just not taking it. And she's basically like Anaconda, so she's strong and she's, she's really strong and she's big and she's wide and fucking good for her, man. Like she's wearing like little pants and stuff. Yeah. Big girl wearing little pants, and I give it up for that. Big girl pants. And so she like busts it down, and one of those skinny little bitches in the back is like, "Oh my god, Anaconda, you have to get out of the way so we can like get through the door." She's like, "Fuck you." She's like, "Ha ha, bitch," and she just like takes charge. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all she does. So good for you, Anaconda. It's great because like they, they're they're like they're like how am I going to pick up this giant headed man? And she's like she's I'll like, do it. She just like throws him over her shoulder and fucking like, walks out. I was like I'll do it. The other ones don't want to touch him. Like one of them says like I do not savor the idea of touching him. <laughs> like that's how she says it. And Anaconda's like fuck this shit. And she just like picks him up, throws him over her this shoulder, is what and we walks get paid out. For. This is how we get paid. <laughs> she's like this is how we do. And you're like that's right, Anaconda. Fucking get your money, bitch. Right. Yeah, so... So good for her. So should they walk out? Um, after some of the... The they, the other serpent people, like, knock out the morticians and make them sleep, I guess. I don't know. They knock them out, but here's the thing. Okay, so they're not right. dead. That's what I couldn't figure out. Okay, they're not dead. Right, but there's body outlaws. There's straight up... Chalk outlines of these two of these bodies. Right, but they're not dead. He's, they specifically said they're injured. <laughs> Who does chalk, chalk outlines of living people? <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like let's say I, get, I go outside and get clipped by a car, and I'm not dead, but I'm injured. Are they going to like put an outline around me before they fall off my bike? Take me to the, if I, the fucking hospital. If I, if I trip and fall on Trader Joe's, will which they is chalk, very possible, will they chalk outline Actually, me? I've fallen in a Trader Joe's. I know. It's the same. They should chalk outline you. <laughs> they should. It should have been like I went down, dude. Somebody, somebody just needs to come out with chalk. What are you doing? I'm not dead. You know, considering that you were the more clumsy of the two of us, I fall a lot. Oh yeah, you're 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 hor- it's awful. <laughs> My shoes get stuck on things. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Cap, so Cap so Cap's on the case. And Cap shows up. He's like, ah, oh, the serpents. Ah, huh? all right, let's go. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all that happens. Yeah. He like runs off. He runs off, and now we're back at AIM, where serpents uh, are like, hey, advanced look. idea mechanics. The serpent society is like, you know, they're like, hey, we brought you this cool body, and. Well, here's the thing. AIM created MODOK, but I think I, I have to. I don't know the exact story as to why they hired a serpent society to kill them. Um, I don't. I don't. I can't. They were I, over it. But they were like, we're over this. Over Peter Dinklage. Fucking kill him. And, you know, and bring him back. Kill him. Bring him back. And like Anaconda's just like threatening to hit everybody. Like yeah. this whole time, she's like, "Well, oh, I'll fucking hit you, blah blah blah." And you're like, "She's like, I, I, you know, I just want to punch people, yeah, like literally." Yeah. Grassy broad. Just like, she's like, "I want to pound, down, pound a few of these sissies into mustard." Like she's just like, "Yeah, she just wants to fight." It's man. like it's like uh, Wonder Woman in the Lego game. <laughs> she's just she's all she's doing is just yelling at everybody. Oh, that's right. Isn't it because she's like under some sort of spell? No, she's just angry. She's not, I don't think she's under a no, spell. No, no, no. There was something like going on where she was like angry for some like something was wrong with her because. I forget how it goes, but she's like really, really mad, and she's yelling at everybody the whole time. And then something happens, and then she's not as mad anymore. So I these, what it was. Anyway, so these, uh, so they get their money. Yeah, and, and they as them. they're walking out by the reception <laughs> desk, because <laughs> there's a, they're walking out, and they run into the porcupine. The porcupine, but it's Alex Gentry who is. The porcupine. And he's very bearded, and he's wearing... He's basically Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, he is. He's Zach Galifianakis when he was, like, bearded. He actually looks like... Actually, he reminds me more of... Um, what, what? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, what, the, the, the guy that hang, that lives in Abby's house in uh, fucking... Um, oh, 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 in Broad City? City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, God. What's his name? Beaver. Be- 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 Bevins. Bevers. Be- Bevers. Bevers. Yeah, he totally looks like a blonde he, Bevers. He does look like a blonde Bevers, cause he's, except he's fully clothed. <laughs> he's a blonde Bevers just waiting here because he's trying to sell his porcupine suit. Because he's been around, Porcupine's been around, was, has been like around the Marvel Universe up to this point. Yeah. For like ever. Yeah. And, and he's a really shitty villain. And he even admits that. He's like, I am terrible. He's like, I am terrible. I have this He's shitty like, suit. I went to jail. I'm down on my luck. I just want to sell my suit, which, by the way, does not look like a porcupine suit. It looks like a fucking ball of hair. 
<laughs> well, here's the thing. That question is, is that, is that he take? He's, they show there's moments of him taking this out of like the case. Yeah, and I'm like, how do you fit all that fucking stuff in the case? Like, you I can, don't know. I don't. I, I mean, because these know. are just normal suitcases. He's keeping it in. But anyway, so <laughs> so he like stops. Well, they're, they're walking out. And actually, this is my favorite here. So okay, there's a few great things going on in this panel. Yeah. First of which is the AIM receptionist is dressed not like a normal receptionist, no. but she's dressed like the AIM engineers. Right, which looks like a containment suit, basically. They're basically like a containment <laughs> suit slash, slash they're, they're yellow containment suits that look like, like containment suits with that kind of look like beekeeper outfits. They totally do. They actually look a lot like, so there's this episode of the X-Files called Darkness Falls, which is one of my favorites. And they go up to the forest, I believe it's called Darkness Falls, they go up into the forest where there's all these little green bugs that live in this tree, and then they come out and they eat everybody. Yeah. So, uh, um, on the way back, like, Mulder and Scully get stopped by the bugs and whatever, and then when they wake up, they're in this, like, weird containment place with dudes dressed like that, walking around, like, trying to make sure that they're all better because they're quarantined, and then that's the end of that story. But Right. It's a great episode, so just watch it on Netflix, guys. Yeah, it's, anyway. it's pretty. So she's dressed like that. She's dressed like that, which is funny. Like she's got. I mean, she's just. And I like that. Like, it's like a normal, uh, like yeah, it's like area. a normal office, like, just like pottery. It's there's a picture. Well, and there's plants too. There's, there's like plants. nice little yeah. plants, and she's got like a looks like a I don't know pencil sharpener on her desk. Yeah, what's that say back there? I can't read that. But there's like a picture yeah, of an AIM engineer. But it's like it's just like a framed picture of somebody. Yeah, it's probably like the employee of employee the of the month. But like you can't see their face. There's just, like you know magazines on the coffee table. It's Ooh, what a, the magazines I have. Probably AIM Life. AIM Life. <laughs> Villain Life. <laughs> Villain Monthly. Actually, that'd be great. I want I want to live in the. I want to work here. Villain quarterly. I want. I, I want to go into this universe and work here. Um, as, as the receptionist. No, I just want to like. You just want to. Work I want to. Do the, I want. Maybe I could do their social media or like their podcasting. Do you division. think AIM has a podcast? Like they think, should. Do you think like? Do you think Bill Nye would totally do it? <laughs> could you get could you Bill Nye to guest on AIM's podcast? Well, we could sign. We could probably get. Probably get. Uh, What's his face? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> you know, we can get all the science dude. We can get all get the science continue. You know, the groups. We can get, you know, totally get like, you know, all the sciencey comedian. Like Pete Holmes probably would do it. You know, Duncan Trussell, like all those guys. Shane Moss likes uh, Shane Moss. Oh, Shane Moss be all about this. Yeah, I'm going to see him next time. If we, well, if we... let him know that when you guys become Marvel characters, yes. he needs to do a science podcast for AIM. Right, and then we'll get these outfits. It's a, so. But it's a company one, so it's like internal. But the thing is, is that we would get to wear these outfits while we record this podcast. Why don't we get those outfits? Because we, we don't work for AIM. Do we have to work for AIM yes. to wear those outfits? Look, look at this woman. She's dressed in this outfit. This is her work outfit. But like, if we put on a different helmet, we would just look like Daft Punk. Why would we wear a different helmet? Because, why not? But this is a helmet. This is a standard outfit but for like, people that work there. But like, what if I wanted to change the shape of my helmet? That doesn't matter. You don't have to. You don't make that choice. <sighs> HR has already told you. Fuck HR. I want to wear a round helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, also the other great thing in this photo, in this panel, is um, why is Cobra like standing like this? Oh, I don't know. He looks like he's trying to punch somebody. <laughs> he's he's like, like really in like a punchy. He's uh, like, he's like, his leave. legs are really spread far apart. Everybody else is walking. Oh, they're, they're all like they're all like we're leaving, and he's just kind of like posing for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it looks like he looks like an action figure posing because his legs are really spread far far apart. And or his, or he looks wa- like he's trying to like punch like his shoulders. Well, here's the thing. Like, really into it. Here's the thing. I, or either that, or he walked out with a really wide. He just walks out in a really wide stance. Like he goes, hur, hur, like you know, <laughs> just imagine him doing that. And these and these these people are like whatever, bro. Whatever they're works like, best for yeah, you. Yeah, like you know what? That that's your thing, man. It's, it's I want to know too if they walked in past this receptionist with Anaconda holding the body under. Shoulder, I'm assuming that happened. Or did they go to the cargo area? They probably went through the reception area. Anyways. Anyway, so uh, so, so so Alex, so so Porcupine. I'll just call him Porcupine. Porcupine was like, Porcupine's all like, "Hey, please you're, buy my suit. I'm my broke. Suit. And they're all like, and they're just a bunch of fat jokes coming after this. Yeah, he was yeah. like, "I'm I'm I'm broke." And I'm fat, and I'm wearing this big sweater. Yeah, Make me look a, even fatter. He's wearing a big, big wool, nice, nice comfy sweater. Yeah, yeah. you know, he, he bought it at the big and tall shop, and he's like, please. He's got, he's got shoes. He's got the Velcro shoes. You can tell those are Velcro shoes. Yeah, he's got Velcro. I mean, he's, he's, he's wearing just, his tonics. He really, 
he hasn't been doing well ever since he got out of jail, and he really needs. Well, rightfully so. I mean, who's going to hire it, him to do anything? Right? He's got a, he's got a criminal record, and, and that's fucking bullshit. So no one's going to hire him. And they're just making fun of him. And they just make fun of him, and then they go outside, and he's like, "Look, here's our business card." Like. <laughs> Whatever, like <laughs> the business card. What's, what is his name again? <laughs> Uta, Co- Cobra. Yeah, Cobra. I was like Viper, not wrong one. Uh, Cobra hands him a business card. There's like, Asp, uh, Anaconda, Lady, Anaconda, Cobra, and uh, slithery and, fuck. And, and, and Mamba. 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 Anyway, I don't know which one is which. One I, I don't know. So anyway, like, all I know is Anaconda. So <laughs> he hands him his business card. He's like, "All right, man." It, just call this number. And he's like, hey, thanks. And then uh, the AIM receptionist is like, oh, they'll see you now, sir. Because he's just all over town trying to sell the suit. That's a nice carpet. It's a nice yeah. white carpet. And actually, it's funny because Cobra kind of just kind of goes, like he uses his Cobra abilities to s- slide out. Is it, what does he do? Oh, that, see, he he does walk like He that. walks like a fucking creep. <laughs> he's walking back. So they're going to the van and they're like, ha ha ha, making fun of him for talking to Porcupine. <laughs> Nobody likes Porcupine. So then we cut back to the Cobra hideout. So we're back at the Serpent Citadel. Is that what it's the called? The secret headquarters of the Serpent Society. That's right there. It's a fucking tower. Somewhere. Whatever. I mean, there's a bunch of... Shouldn't it be underground? It might be. There's a bunch of... Uh, whatever there is, there's a big room where there's a bunch of pipes. machines and pipes and knobs. And Princess Python is, like, strapped to a table. And apparently she was supposed to be a part of, like, the Serpent Society and she didn't want to, like... And she ran away because she doesn't have any powers. She just is a snake charmer, so she was scared that she was going to die. And so she, like, ran away. And they caught her and he's like, well... Now you have to fucking suck it up because we're going to torture is he to- you. Is he torturing her or is he giving yeah. her powers? No, he's torturing Because he her. mentioned something about, like... He's like, well, you could have asked and I would have given you powers, but since you didn't, I'm going to electrocute you on this thing. Okay, well, then he's just... Which, yeah. you know... Well, they have a butler, too. They do have a butler, which is very nice. <laughs> these, these organizations... Working for any of these organizations would be nice. Man, there's, there's some... There's some perks. What kind of health insurance do they have? Uh, I'm certain great health insurance. I mean, cause I mean considering all the, the, the risks involved. Well, I don't know. I mean, are they considered independent contractors? Because maybe they don't have any health insurance. Mm, right. Mm, could be mm. like the WWE. I was going to say, WWE. <laughs> They're all independent Man, contractors. Is, is this a man that head of the Serpent Society? Pretty that's, much. That's, like, that's, I don't want to pay for benefits. Mm. I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm assuming that's how this goes, too. Um, so, anyway, they uh, in the other room, in their, like, waiting room. I like that little room, waiting room. Yeah, look at that couch. room. Well, like, I don't know. It's a, it's a nice couch. couches. And, Everybody know, comes back. All, all the guys there. And there's, like, a million of these people. Right. I didn't realize there were so many. There could be so many snake Oh, there's, like, there's like 500 of these members. There's, what? you know, there's uh, fucking Cottonmouth. Who, uh, there's Rattler. There's Death Adder. There's yeah, Diamondback. There's a lot of them. There's Bushmaster, who apparently has no arms. I know, um, I get, or legs, I'm seeing. But yeah, they're like, uh, hey, Bushmaster, maybe with your cut of this money, you can buy some new biomechanical arms. And he's like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, <laughs> oh, that's that's right. he's just Actually, I realize he's in a little, like, a little tank. It's a little, like, tank chair. Oh, that's right. Okay. So anyway, so they go in to meet with Sidewinder, who's the main guy. Mm-hmm. And... And he doesn't look like a snake. He kind of looks like a like Red Skull. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he looks, you know, like, I don't know what his, his snakey abilities are, but basically he's able to, like, Do teleport. Snake things. He's able to teleport in and out. Sure, that's a snake That's, like, thing. his snake thing, apparently, he does. That's not a snake so thing. So they decided, you know, talk about how they give out this money, and... As he started to distribute the money among everybody, he gets a phone call, <laughs> and he, like, disappears, and somebody's like, it's probably his mom. <laughs> you know how it's going. And then he comes back, and he's like, why did Porcupine just come here? <laughs> Why did he... <laughs> Porcupine calls the Serpent Society to try to sell his suit. But then and for some reason, Sidewinder takes the call, not a receptionist. Amy has a receptionist, right? Like, wouldn't you rather? They got a butler that probably answered the call, or the whoever that was answered the call. I mean, so they... why they give it to Sidewinder? You think he would like scream for this shit? Yeah, being you know, looking like a fucking being at the Serpent Society, like. Don't these people have an executive assistant? Well, I guess this is Someone, the way. I mean, obviously, a voicemail. Look, I mean, look, this is essential to the plot. I know it's just so you know, funny so though. they have to be like, yeah, I, I have to take this phone call. 
I wanted to see him actually on the phone. Well, he, it doesn't take him very long. I like the superheroes. And he comes back and he's like, why did you do that? And he's like, well, you told us to give out the cards to prospective clients. Wah, wah, wah. And he's like, wah. And then, then we cut back to this like really seedy hotel room where poor Porcupine is just sad. He's got no money and no one wants to buy his suit. He's tried Hydra. The Secret Empire, the Kingpin, the Tinkerer. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy his suit. Well, well, rightfully so. Why would the Serpent Society want to buy his suit? Because it's not, they're, they're fucking snakes. Not, not porcupine. Not porcupine. And he's just, you know, thinking about like, you know, man, I I was a terrible supervillain. I have lost every fight I was in. I suck at this. And I just want to like start my life over, live a nice little quiet life. But I don't have any money. I'm poor and it sucks. I'm also Bevers. I'm also Bevers. Abby's kicking me out of her apartment. Abby's kicking me out again. My girlfriend, who no one ever sees and has <laughs> never seen, is still gone somewhere. I, I like that this is a... Uh, technically, <laughs> he does live in New York City, so he could be Bevers. He could absolutely... This is Bevers' dad. <laughs> I think this is... I think this... Uh, I think this is a, actually an early Broad City crossover. <laughs> well, but it, yeah, that just... He hasn't moved in to uh, Abby's apartment yet. This is pre-Broad City. This is a prequel. But... He okay. Well, we'll get to it because because like, once he does move in with Abby, life is better. But right now, he hasn't done that yet. We keep, well, Even though he's not supposed to live there, because he doesn't live there. His girlfriend lives there. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This is this. I like this. I should. Uh, Comedy Central should look into this. <laughs> pitch uh, a prequel all about pitch Bevers. A, pitch a prequel about Bevers prequel where he is the porcupine from Marvel's <laughs> the. the uh, well, I'd watch it. Yeah. All right. So he's like, ah. Yeah. So Captain America gets a gets a note or gets a call from. Now, does Captain America is what is his job here? Is he an illustrator? Yeah, he's a, he's a comic book artist. He's actually drawing his own comic. That's what I figured. Right. That's what I. Because he kind of he's kind of like he's kind of like a draw. He's kind of like um his job actually he's like a, he does comic books, but I think his main job he's kind of like Stan on Mad Men. Oh, okay. That's what his his civilian job is. But, you know, usually oh. he... All right, that's you know, good. Usually he's Captain America. And he gets a call, like, on his information network or something. Yeah. And it's important, and it he ends up being... Jumps out the window. You know, it ends up being... Do you think if you were drawing your own comic book, you'd make yourself look much more attractive than you actually are? Not that you're not He's attractive. not drawing this comic book. Yes, he is. In my head, he's drawing this comic book. Oh, yeah. No, I mean... I well, mean, like, not that you're not attractive. I'm saying, like... Oh, you talking, you're talking about me or you're talking about Captain America you, drawing his own comic? Like, just uh, hypothetically, if you were drawing your own comic book and you were a character, what would you make yourself look like? I would I would be in good shape. <laughs> I'd be so hot. Yeah. Like, if I drew me, I would be fucking smoking. Obviously not true. But it would be just... I would be so smoking hot. Everybody would you would have like, those... Ugh. Would you have those long... Like, yes. Really long, like I, ridiculously long I would long go legs. to kick something, and my entire leg would take up a panel. Because and they would, everybody would be like, "That woman's like a hundred feet tall." And then you'd meet me in person and be really sad because I am nowhere near that tall. You're not the gargantuan woman that you know. No, gargantuan I'm tall, leg but I'm not woman. that tall. <laughs> right. You're not the longest leg woman ever. Right. I, I, I'm not. You know, seventeen feet tall. Right. All no, right. I would. I would be. Yeah. I would be. Yeah. Good chip. I would be like the Rock with shoulder neck. <laughs> It'd have to be. I mean, why? Why would you not? Why, if, if I was drawing, I'd just be like, mm. "It's actually what was it the the one Simpsons where Homer was like thinking about like he was like there, he was recalling like some sort of he was recalling something, mm-hmm. and he uh, he's like thinking back to it, and it's obviously it's nothing like what it was. You well, know, isn't he, wasn't he like really good looking and it's extremely buff? There was just, it was just this moment where he's answering the phone and he's like, hello, and he's got this really jacked arm. <laughs> like, that, just for like a second. But that's what, it, that's, that's what, that's what I imagine. <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, so uh, Captain America walks in on, 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 on no, Porcupine no, no. eating a sandwich. But that's the thing. Like, he, apparently, the call that Captain America got was from Porcupine. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah so yeah. he, like, runs out to go see him and he, like, busts into a shitty, like, rat-infested hotel room he's eating, like, probably the only sandwich he has left. And, uh... I'd offer you something to drink, but I don't have anything. I don't have anything. And he's like... I have this fresca. I like, have gunk. I have crab juice. 
Krakalash. Go ahead. <laughs> or Mountain Dew. I got, I got, would you like some rat hodge? <laughs> oh, poor porcupine. Why not? He's having a hard day. Well, it gets worse. Uh, it does get worse. But, so he's like, uh, Captain America's like, is this, this a trap? He's like, no, really, I, I just want to sell you my suit. Like, please, please, take it. I don't care what you do with it. Just give me some money. Apparently nobody will give him more than 20 bucks for it. I'd buy from him for less than 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks, yeah, but he needs, like, actual money. Well, whatever. And so he's like, I've tried to sell it to everybody, and Captain's like, who'd you try to sell it to? And he just, like, lames, like, names him off. He's like, oh, in the Serpent Society. And Captain's like, oh, my God, I've been looking for those guys. If you help me, I'll totally give you 10 grand for the suit. I'll give you 10 grand for the suit, and we'll, you know, but we need you to help us. Yeah. Right. And, and he's like, okay, so... So, so anyway, so we're, we're back at the service society, uh, you know, and they're, you know, Anaconda, basic, I don't know what the hell's going on with Princess Python yeah, it here. Matter. It doesn't matter. But she's, like, a, but, she's unconscious because she's been tortured. Right. But like, so Sidewinder gets another phone call. <laughs> this one just goes right through and he's just kind of standing there and he's like, the phone. Yeah, he's like, oh, I gotta get this. And then he answers the phone. I like watching him on the phone. <laughs> he is drawn on the phone. He's drawn on... It's, like, it's not as good as the, the Phantom Stranger taking a phone call. Yes. As I've seen. Yes. But this, this is... your favorite. But it's, 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 it's pretty good. Um, so anyway, so he's like... And he's like, what? Is this the porcupine? Do you have Captain America and you don't want to kill him? <laughs> we'll be right there. We'll be right there. You know. This is not totally a setup? Okay, I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. Dumb criminals. Dumb criminals indeed. So... At a construction site, porcupine in his suit, who's like, dude, I don't want to wear this suit. I'm just going to lose. I suck. And Captain America's like, no, just wrap me up in this chain and pretend you caught me. Pretend you caught me. And basically the plan is, is that when the Serpent Society shows up, he's you, just going to be run like, away. he's going to be like, Captain America's there. See ya. And he runs away. And then Captain America, what they'll do is they'll eat. Captain America assumes that they're going to take him in to their Serpent Society lair and they're going to give him shit. You know, they're just they're gonna they're, they're gonna beat him up. But Captain's gonna get out because he's Captain America, and he's like, "All right, man, I'll call you when we're done." Right. Which no, it says here less than a minute later. Right. Which you can't tell me that if it's less than a minute later that these if they're walking if the Serpent Society is walking towards these guys mm-hmm. that they can't see right, this. They like, can't him. hear what's going on. Like Captain America's actually like standing up, like holding the chain. He's like, "Put this chain on me." But apparently, whatever, they can't. Whatevs. Whatevs. And so, like, they show up and they're like, ha-ha. Like, ha-ha, here's Captain America, you know, and they're all like, great. You know, and they're like, all right, you know what? He, you know, because apparently in the other issue where there was, when Bodoc was murdered, uh, you know, he hurt uh, Sidewinder. Or not Sidewinder, like Rattler and, you know, uh, Cottonmouth. So Cottonmouth's like, well, I'm going to get my due because, you know, you know, Death Adder killed him, uh, killed Modoc. I'm gonna kill Captain America. Yeah. Dead. So he, you know, kept his son, you know, Cottonmouth, you know, has the ability to make his mouth really big. Basically unhinges jaw. Unhinges like, jaw. Like a snake. And he's got big ass fangs. Yeah. You know, and he just decides that he's gonna try to bite butt off Captain America's head. Yeah. And, and go- well he's he's gonna try to like basically chomp him to death. Oh, by the way, what's this chick's name? Diamondback. Diamondback. So Diamondback is like, oh my god, it totally is Captain America. When they first get there, they're like, are you sure it's him? Yeah. And Diamondback's like, yes, it smells like his cologne and the cleft of his chin, because she really likes him. Oh, they get together later. Oh, gross. Like later, not, not like in this, like in yeah, a few, she, like later on now, like she kind of reforms herself. She's got a thing for him. But she's really, getting, there's issues, there's actually a few other issues I have with this where she's just like, let's have sex right now. Like literally, they're on a ship and he's, she's like, let's do it. You know, and, and Cap, he's like, ah. He's like, ah, 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 Captain America, you know. Anyways. Ow, 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 ow. So, I'm having cat issues. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> How about no claws? You want a podcast? There you go. You have something to say? No. She doesn't like it. Okay. Anyway, so so she's like she doesn't want to fight Captain America. She doesn't want to fight and sex with him, and then she can't watch as Cottonmouth tries to chomp him. But of course, Captain America's not really tied up. So just as Cottonmouth goes to you know bite, he puts his shield in the way, and the guy breaks his teeth. Right. So Captain. So he's running around, literally screaming, "My teeth!" teeth. So Cap. So Cap's getting all uh, up and you know all up in this area here. And so he's fighting. he's, He's fighting all the guys, but. 
Diamondback, you know, she doesn't want to fight Cap, so she runs after off porcupine. To, to Porcupine, who's already running somewhere. And so she catches up after him, and she's, like, literally just, like, saying stuff like, you know, I found a seaside to hurt Cat, you know, Cap, you know, I don't, I want to, he's a manly man, I don't want to hurt him. Yeah, she's like, oh, no, he's but, so manly, I can't, we can't hurt him, oh, no. But, you know, but but this porcupine guy, fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck that guy, I can totally hit him. Because he just looks like a ball of hair. He pretty much does. He really does, it's just like the most ridiculous suit. And so he, like, starts, like, shooting quills well, at her. Well, because she damages the suit, she has, like, the ability to throw, like, these, like, nitro out these acid darts and stuff. Yeah. So she, you know, her damages the suit and he's like, screw this, you ruined my suit. I'm gonna start shooting my quills at you. Right. You know, and as you know, and that's and that's the last we see them fighting. You know, Cap gets the jump on the other guys. I mean, really it's being pretty much, you know, he's you know, throwing them around by their tails, which are part of bionics, like they're a part of their body. Right. They don't fall off and he's like, Oh, this is weird. Right. So, you know, he throws them off and then he goes to find yeah, he, he defeats them, and then he runs to go find Porcupine, and he finds him, but he's laying on his, he's just, like, moaning, he's like, Ugh. and they're like, Porcupine, oh my god, did she get you? And he's like, no, I tripped and I fell, and I landed on my own quill, and now I am dying. No! That's just how it can't get any worse for this guy, but it does. Poor Bevers. It's just, it's awful. He dies the worst death. He really does. He was trying to get away, and he he tripped and he fell, and he landed on his own quill, and now he is going. My to question death. is, is, how did that, it go through his suit? Well, that's the thing. It's like your suit. You think he would have that as a failsafe in your suit? That it wouldn't go through your fucking chest. Now, granted, it's possible that she damaged the armor in a way that it allowed for that. Like, the acid ate through, and he just just happened to fall on a his exposed flesh. Sure. You know? Or in a weak spot of the suit. I don't right. know. Right. I mean, because it's, you know, it's, it's possible. I mean, you could, you know, like a knight's armor, you know, you could hurt a knight. You know, by yeah, sticking them, yeah. you know, finding a way to hit them, you know. I mean, that's, that's how it is. So, anyway, so, <laughs> so, so we're back, so, we're, so the cat, those caps, like, don't, you didn't die in vain. Whatever, you know, he's crying over him. He's, he's trying not to tell him that he's, he's, he's not going to avenge him. Right. But he's not going, he's not going but, to. But, and he's probably thinking, like, well, you know, at least I'm not out 10 grand. <laughs> We don't have to give this guy ten grand anymore because he's dead. Because <laughs> the Avengers can't afford it. Well, so Captain America just saved the Avengers ten thousand dollars. You go in going up to Good Tony job, Stark, and be like, "Hey, Tony, I need like ten grand." He's like, "Why?" It would be like that. Uh, do you remember that Justice League episode where Superman trashes that city that Lex, him and Shazam trashes yeah, that yeah. city that Lex Luthor built, and he's like, "Oh, the Justice League will pay for it." And he like looks over his shoulder at Batman, and Batman just gives him like a quick nod. <laughs> Like yes, I'll show up the money. Yes, I'll pay for it. I'm Fine. Rich Wayne. The, Fine. The richest asshole, asshole in here. He just killed the whole city. So, anyways, so we're back in the jail. Cap's like, you know, talking to the the, the dudes, um, the serpent guys that you've captured. And he's all. This is actually kind of funny. Like Sidewinder, apparently, because he can just he can just teleport anywhere. Right. I don't know how he figured it. They were in there, and he just he teleports into the cell. And he's, he's kept, and he's like, ah, and he teleports And he teleports right back out to the right outside the cell, and right. he's like, Cap, I'm coming back for my friends. And he's like, no. He didn't like, yes. teleport them in there to get them out. He teleported in, and then he ran well, out. Well, I think he did. I think he teleported in there to get them out, but then he realized the captain was there, so he teleported back out, so Cap couldn't get him. And then he was like, I'm coming for you, ha, 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 and, he, and I'm coming for my friends, too. And Cap's like, nope, I'll get you. And then he teleports away. <laughs> and then we have this, like, little thing at the bottom where it's just like, the oh, event. you know, a couple days after the funeral for, you know, Porcupine. Porcupine, which nobody attended probably. Nobody went to, but it was probably like on that. the landing of the second floor of the Avengers place is a tribute to Porcupine. And his costume is in a glass thing. Honored for the Avengers. So he got the costume and didn't have to pay for it. Uh 
You know, exactly. That was the plan all along, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it probably was. He's like, he's like this I guy, get this. I think, this you know, guy's so terrible. He's probably going to get himself killed. I can get the soup for free. He probably, he probably was like, you know, they're probably, because he's probably like, he's like, well, if I, Tintin's like, well, if he dies, you know, <laughs> him and Stark are like, what if he dies? Like, you just, well, you can just take the suit, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like, who else is going to take it? He's like, is it, is it, like, can we check his estate? Does he have an estate? Probably not. No, he's got no. He's broke. He's so, broke. And he doesn't shit. have any family. Ugh. So obviously, we can just take it. Yeah. Yeah. Avengers are assholes. Mm, yeah. So that's it for the issue. Um, I do like in here in the letters page, which is called American Graffiti. Uh huh. Which I will say, I think is a slightly, not by much, but a slightly better name than the future letter name letter, uh, column. column a future name of the letters column called Let's Rap with Cap. Oh, no. American Graffiti is better. American Graffiti is way better. And apparently, what is this like? They want the fans to send in a suggestion of where the Serpent Citadel should be located and what it should look like. It should be underground. <laughs> it has to be underground. It's got all these fucking tubes and machines. Well, no, not only that, but like that's the snakes burrow. That's their, their nests are underground. Therefore, it should be underground. We got big plans. If they're snakes, they must have had big plans for the Serpent Society. They did, but apparently, it didn't work out. Death Adder gets shot Yay. later. He gets a part of the scourge thing. This is a thing. Oh, what's that? It's oh, a gummy Venus to Milo. How about that? <laughs> Internet mm, Sweet candy oh. <laughs> Real quick so there's, Remember that I love that episode With an episode Because later on There's like Portrait of an ass grabber <laughs> And like Hogan Or Homer's being played By Dennis Franz yeah. So he's like He's like Now I'm gonna grab me Something sweet You know <laughs> And there's also that part two where he falls out of the shower and he's covered in the, the curtain and they take the picture and the tablet's like, Homer Simpson sleeps in some sort of weird sex chamber. <laughs> oh, that's a great episode. <laughs> I like when they edit that his his video together so it's like, Rula sweet candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great episode. It's a, it's a poor, you know, it's relevant because the Venus de Milo has no arms, much like Bushmaster. That's why we talked about it. Anyways. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm trying to tie it in because the fans are probably like, why are you guys talking about The Simpsons? Because The Simpsons are hilarious and everybody should mention The Simpsons as much as possible. Oh, well, I, I did. I found a way to do that before. Um, yeah, just bring it in. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, so, um, anyways, that's it for Cap. Captain America, Volume 1, number 315 from March 1985. The next book here we're doing today is from 1985 as well. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, it is the Red Tornado miniseries from 1985. Number two. Number two. Mm-hmm. On the cover. <laughs> Red Tornado. Red Tornado really. It's, a fa- it's, a, it's the famous Red Tornado pose. Of him being shredded into many, many pieces. Red Tornado's always getting something ripped off, like, all the time. Like, in, he just, everybody's pulling his arms off, his legs off. He, Red Tornado has, he, he has a hard go. Oh, he's, he gets, I, I think, I, I... People always rip up apart. Literally, I, I feel like 50% of the Red Tornado appearances that I've read <laughs> have him in some way being... Ripped apart. Just any time he shows or up, or disassembled, like, or or destroyed. Like he shows up in that Wonder in in Gail Simone's Wonder Woman run, and he's just like he's there for like three panels, and then there's just a picture of him, just like ah, like all broken. Well, there's that. There's um, you know, there's a there's a few other God, there's a few other issues of, of books. Like there's the one. There's, I mean, shit. There's that one where he was um. We get ripped apart in Young Justice. Young Justice, a, a Brave and the Bold yeah. comic, you know, yeah. or the, 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 the cartoon. The, the cartoon, he also gets ripped apart. He's, he's just, he's easily every, re- disab- disassembled thing. and reassembled. He just always gets ripped apart. He's just, uh, he's having a hard day. I love Virginia, though. I know. I think, you look, I, I think he looks very cool, and... Sean loves Red Tornado. You know, he's just, he's just neat. And, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a cool android that never... Gets his due, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. But in this case, you know, in this case here, he gets. It's a very, this is a very like. This issue sad. This is a very sad issue. 
Uh, first of all, basically, Reginato has somehow become responsible for a storm. Because basically the, the, the whole premise of the miniseries is that there's like this virus of some sort. Yeah, they call it a construct. They call it a construct, who's just basically using Red Tornado. Because he's, he's, he, Red Tornado's like an android, but he's like the best fucking android ever. Yes. You know, well, like, apparently not. He's very easy to rip apart. Well, right, but I mean, but his abilities, like, you know, Tio Maro created him. And right. he created him, you know, and he's also got the the spirit of the tornado tyrant in him. Right. So he's got these abilities to, like, just fuck up things, like the world, and spin really fast. And, you know, he's very, um, he's just a very, you know, very, very efficient android. Right. However, you know, he, that means a lot of people try to use him and mess around with him and stuff. And this in this case is no it's no no different. Um, yes. So this construct is like basically He's like fucking with him because he wants him to go away because he can't for some reason the construct can't get control of Red Tornado. Right. He can operate other mechanical devices and machines and computers, but for some reason he can't get Red Tornado. So he's just like I gotta get this guy out of here. So I'm gonna make. So Red Tornado's like sitting on the top of a tower in a, in a terrible storm while the construct is thinking because he's like, how do, I, I got to make sure the Red Tornado like runs away. And he's already kind of turned the Justice League against him because in the earlier issue, the issue before this, number one, you know, the cover is just basically Superman yelling at him. Yeah. Well, I have a question actually. So the construct can take over like all of these like machines and computers but apparently he can also take over people's minds. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Okay, whatever. So I'm a little bit good. I say maybe I'm I, I feel I feel works. like I would need to have to go back and read the first issue of this. Yeah, it makes to sense understand. to me that he can, uh, you know, take over machines and computers and that. Yeah, absolutely because he's like a virus, a con like this artificial construct. But the fact that he can control minds doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Right. So, anyway, so he's like basically told had the justice League turn against Red Tornado and tell him to stop being a hero because he sucks, which is why he's sitting on top of this pole in a storm trying to figure out what he did wrong. Yeah, because poor Red Tornado. Poor Red Tornado. So anyway, so the construct's like, "Where's Superman? I'm gonna get him to help me with this." Yeah, and somehow he just easily takes Superman's over, takes, over Overman's mind. Right. Which, if you could take over Superman's mind, why would you need to do anything else? Why would you need Red Tornado? Right. Why would you literally need to do anything else? If you can control you Superman... You have the perfect being. Right. And you can continue and, to control Superman, but nope. So Superman helps out this guy, you know, find his... his before hydro- he's been taken over. Yeah, before he's been taken over, Superman's helping this guy find like, his hydroplane. Yeah, it's like, thanks, Superman. And then all of a sudden the contract takes over... Superman's mind and Superman elbows this guy in the stomach. Like he just turns into a, a, a super dick right away. Yeah, just, just which, like, it, which is, is it's 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 understandable why he's doing this. Well, it's kind of his constant state of being. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's just funny because like he goes, he just like he just goes, get away from me, kid. You bother me. And he's like elbow, elbow, and then he goes into the kid this this guy's barn. And like he's like, the door off. and the guy's like, "Hey, I would have unlocked it for you." And he's, he's like, like, "Shut he's, up!" He's like, "If you wanted to borrow anything, like I would have let you." And Superman's like, "Blah!" Like just steal stuff and like, woo, woo. And then like, which what he takes, I still don't know. He takes like a skywriting machine. Oh, that's right. So he takes that and he flies away. And the guy's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, so we're back in Manhattan, and you know, uh, Red Tornado's girlfriend Kathy is just. Because the thing about Red Tornado is basically what happened was he he, he became a human. Like she knows he's Red Tornado, but his human guise mm. is John Smith. Right. I and he looks like Professor X, right? Yes. And he met this woman working at a temp agency. Right. Because as we all know, Red Tornado is, is a straight up temp. Yep. He's a temp, he works for he works at a temp agency. I think he work, I can't remember if he works at that temp agency or if he works like he has like a he's like one of their guys. I think he's one of the people that gets jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what you need. Hey, you know, we've all but, done it. But you know, I mean, he's an android, so it's not like he has like all the other needs. He basically just needs to be plugged in every so often. You know, <laughs> he just needs a good. He's, he's like he's like a, you know like a like a Nissan Leaf. He's, he's, so, yeah. <laughs> he's like one of those electric cars. He's, you he's, just he's, need to like pull him up to the the. 
the right parking spot at the Ralphs. Yeah, just like plug him in. One day it'd be great. It'd be great if it was just like I just walked up and just see Red Channel just sitting there, just plugged in. He's like, "Hey, how's it going? Okay. Hey. Like, All right, cool. Hey, hey brother. So, so Superman takes his um, is the skywriting machine. He, he, it's funny because the New Yorker's like, "Hey, he's skywriting." I know. It's just it's like, what's he writing? <coughs> Nobody has. They cannot. They all drop their G's because you cannot say writing. In New York, apparently. <laughs> they just say, what's he writing? What's he writing? I can't pronounce a G. No. And then he what's writes, a G? He writes, red tornado. There's me, no G's in here. Meet me at the Brooklyn Bridge. Urgently need your assistance on important case. And then he tries to sign his name, but... I that's right. That's what you realize. It's Superman symbol. It looks like... It just, it just <laughs> looks just like... It's a blob. It's it actually, really terrible. <laughs> it looks like a, a... Like a... Oh, to me, that looks like... Oh, God. What is it? I don't know. It looks like shaving cream on a mirror. It's just—it looks like ice cream. Sure. Yeah, ice cream. <laughs> hey, Superman just signed his name with a with a plop. Yeah, Superman can't write. The so, red tornado's like, yay! Somebody needs me. So he he goes over to see Superman. Superman's like, hi, red tornado. Red tornado's like, hey. And so, like, they hug. <laughs> <laughs> and then Superman rips his arm off. <laughs> okay, so this is this is good. Hey, girl, hey, rip. <laughs> so he's like, because basically he's like, hey, uh, you know, I told you to stop being a superhero, right? You remember that cover of the other issue? He's and like, he's yeah, like, you didn't mean it. It's like, yeah, and he's like, oh, we did. <laughs> yeah. He kind of rips it off like he's, uh, <laughs> like it's a very casual rip because he's smiling <laughs> while doing it. <laughs> he's like, Hey, Red Tornado, do you, like, remember that time when we, like, told you not to be a superhero? And Red Tornado's like, oh, my God, like, I totally know that you didn't need to do it. And, like, we're friends again. And Superman's like, ha, ha, nope. And, like, rips his arm off. Right. And so the best part is, so he goes, so, so, so Red Tornado's like, hang on, that was my arm. And so he yeah, goes, he goes that, that, and he goes, that was my arm. And he goes, sure, you want to see the other one? Yank. <laughs> just rips it off. And then he proceeds I cannot to- tell you how many books we have where Superman rips off. An android's arm, head. He hates he robots. Hates robots. I have so many issues where he just rips them apart. He, this, I mean, he I, rips robots man's head off. Remember that one? He rips all. I, 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 he is he a. Rips, he's, he, yeah, he's he's a super dick to robots. Superman's a super dick to pretty much everybody. Well, right, but he's really mean to robots. He really is. He's always ripping their arms off, heads off, punching holes through them. And it's really sad because basically he's just like sitting there telling, talking to the Red Tornado while he's disassembling him. Right. Like he's just yanking parts of his body off. Like he just, he's already grabbed his waist. just went, Yeah, and throwing it, like literally just throwing it off the side of the broken bridge. And then he just takes his head and just tosses it behind him. Just throws it, throws him into the water, and flies away. And I've actually my favorite part. Okay, here's, this is good. So he throws this into the thing, and the caption on these says, "Yes, there's a lot of bodies in the river. <laughs> there's a lot of bodies in these." But the Red river. Tornado's there now. Red Tornado joins them. Yeah, I know that's one of my favorites. I'm like, what? <laughs> but since the water is still, apparently Red Tornado is able to reassemble himself. Yes. I didn't know he could do this. Yeah, apparently. He, I know he's got self-repairing circuits, but I didn't know that if he's if you ripped apart, like, that he yeah. could rip, he could reassemble himself in underwater. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently, that's what he can do. You know, I mean, just pieces. You know, he resembles. He, he looks good. Yeah, yeah, he, he puts himself set. back together. And so he's just really frustrated. He's like, "I don't know what's going on. What the fuck? This is like, bullshit." Yeah. You know, and and the, the construct's like, "I don't care. I'm gonna," you know. I am. I am going to. So, so what did this accomplish? Okay, so he did this to him. Okay, so this is when he believes that he turned them against humanity. He turned Retornado finally against humanity, and he's almost there. That, that's almost the case. Mm-hmm. But now we get some collages of people, you know, because the construct is happy. So apparently, he uses that as happiness as a way to uh, fuck up everybody's. Day. Day, like, with their rope, with their stuff. Yeah, he, like, makes a toaster explode and, like, makes a lady's souffle explode. Actually, the way it was written here, it says squiffle. Yeah, that's what I thought she said. It took me a second to realize it says souffle. I think it's just the, the ink running, yeah. but it looks like it's... So it bit, looks like it's a squiffle. Which, apparently, her souffle was, like, the biggest souffle ever, because it yeah. just it covers the, the entire... The whole thing. All, the whole oven is just, like, dripping everywhere. <coughs> and, like, this guy, which... What the fuck is going on with that guy? That's Vibe! 
<laughs> a guy who looks like Vine wearing, wearing this Kanye West shutter glasses. Actually, uh, so he's Kanye is actually somebody needs to show this to like Kanye or to somebody. Somebody needs to bring this look back because this guy's got great hair. He does, right? But he's like super tan and he's got like the shutter glasses. You know what kind of hair And he has? he's got a Michael he Jackson has... jacket and he's wearing a green turtleneck. Oh shit. He has the same type of hair that um oh shit, what is his name? In uh, Hustle and Flow. Oh he's uh, an Empire. That's now. right. Oh uh, Terrence Howard. Yes. He has the same hair that Terrence Howard has in Hustle and Flow. Right. Yeah. But his like boombox explodes and he's like Whoa! And the construct apparently is very happy about this. So anyway, so... Every, but all the people, all the scientists are trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Because there's all of a sudden the signal. So, like, MIT's looking into it. And Caltech's looking into it. Star Labs. Star Labs can't get it done. But T.O. Mauro knows. With T.O. Mauro, can I just say that he has a lot of head, little face. Oh, yeah, I know. He's got tiny Like, face. his head is gigantic, but there's, like, his well, here's face bit, is, like, right bit, in the got, center. Got more face. This is just little, but this, he's got a bit more face here. Okay, good, because that I just looks like he's got, like... He's, he's got a straight... He's got not a per- only does he have a five head, he's got a five chin. He's got he's got, five, he's got a Sergeant Slaughter a jaw. Five cheek. Like, he's just... There's so much space, and then there's little face. So, anyway, so, so you know, uh, Barbara's still looking for a tornado. He didn't call in for his temp job. Oh, God, better find him. Yeah. Yeah. Someone find him. Somebody find him. Now, this is my, this is good, too. So, he's in, so apparently, so, so Richonado is in his civilian garb. And he, he's just, like, stalking around the park. He's just like, meh, meh, like, pacing and, like, he's looking He's pacing, but he, but he looks weird because he's wearing, like, you know, long corduroys or, like, a yellow shirt. Yeah. And I, I like, the, I like this, this kid who's like, who's the funny man, mommy? And she's like, don't look at him. <laughs> does she, what does she call him? Eustace? Is that his Eust- name? Houston? Eustace? E-U-S-T-A-C-E? Sure, Eustace. Eustace? Eustace, I think it's better. Eustace? I think Eustace sounds good. I've got to look this up. This little red-headed Pretend kid. Pretend you don't notice. But what's wrong with him? He's not doing anything to this I kid. Walk- I don't understand why the kid would even notice him. Because he's wearing, like, a weird shirt. Who's a funny man. Okay. He's, uh... He's it's, hilarious. Um, it's, uh... He's a, it'd be great if, stand, if he actually he was like a stand-up, and that he just was like you know, don't you hate it when like you destroy the world? I like this guy here. This guy looks like uh, wearing a hat. Looks like a fat phantom stranger. Yeah, uh, I just like that he's like walking around talking to himself, and everybody's like, "What the fuck, man?" Because he's just like, "What? Why? Why aren't people liking me? Well, I didn't do anything well, okay, wrong. That's I tried what, to help." No, what? Not that makes sense. The reason why people don't want to hang out with him or yeah. don't want to get near him because he's. Just giant bald man in a yellow turtleneck stalking through the Central Park with his hand, and he's walking like he's got these long. You know, so he's, he's got these long legs. His hands are behind his back. And his hands are behind his back, and he's just kind of like <laughs> if you saw somebody walking like that through the park, like the way that he's doing it. And actually, I would love it if he was walking through the park and coming towards him was Cobra. Yeah. Walking the way that he does. Oh my god, that'd be awesome! Why doesn't that happen? <laughs> Somebody draw that for us. Somebody, please. Yeah, I want to see a stalking red tornado and Cobra. Just I don't even know how the fuck Cobra walks. <laughs> so he hears on the radio that there is a helicopter, crash. a helicopter crash on top of a building, which apparently, apparently, people are just do. I like how the radio broadcast is like it. Cut, it doesn't. It's not like holy shit, a helicopter crash into a building yeah. and it's on fire they, yeah. they they're like hey here's some music and now here's the news yeah <laughs> <coughs> did you enjoy that rosanna cash okay great now here's the yeah, big that's really horrible funny that tragedy that's, who, that's funny that that's who they name drop yeah. well, was, i mean of all the people you could name drop on metropolis country well it could have been like metropolis like roseanne cash it could have been it could, it could have been some other band well it could have been anybody i mean the <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Kurt Busiek. Is that you say? Busiek. Yeah. Why wasn't it like? And that was Hank Williams. And like, you know what I mean? Like, well, maybe he really likes Rosanna Cash. Maybe. I guess. That's probably. That's the thing. If you're writing a book like that, and you're like, hey, I got this opportunity to name drop some music. Oh, Rosanna Cash. I'm a fan of her. Sure. I guess. You know, it was like you know, you, you could you know, 1985 though. Maybe you that's what he was listening to. When he wrote that scene. He was like, ah, that's who it is. 1985 though. You could have used like any. But you could have been like, that was Dolly Parton. That was that was Willie Nelson. That, that was, was Crowded House. <laughs> Try to think of classic country people. <laughs> anyway, so he goes off to save these people. Yeah. And actually, this is the other thing. So this woman, 
this poor woman, the, the kid, so basically the helicopter crashed into a building, and these kids got up onto a roof. Yeah. Somehow, um, because the building, you know, was just flat. You know, it's, it's Maybe they, it's not that's just, where they ran out to, or so, I don't know, whatever. They ran out, and so before Richard gets there, like the the police officer is like, "Don't worry, ma'am, we'll have your children down in a jiffy." And she's like, "Oh my god, they're gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would probably feel the same way if the police officer said Jiffy. Oh, we're all going to die. <laughs> so anyway, like Red Tor- uh, the firemen are trying to get to these kids, but the building is collapsing and Red Tornado shows up and everybody's like, oh my God, he wants, the-, the woman goes, he must want those kids to die. Because he saves the firemen first, but then he goes back to save the kids. Well, because the firemen were actually falling. Yeah. Yeah. So he saves them first and the woman's like, oh my God, he's trying to kill those kids. But he saves the firemen, saves the kids, and then everything starts to collapse, and he, like, somehow catches all these rocks with, like, a tornado. Yeah, I don't understand how that works. I don't know how I don't know how those rocks are not flying all over the place, murdering everybody. Yeah, it, I don't know how. It makes Because they're, like, they're, like, tucked into... Yeah, it's like he saves them on the back of his tornado, and like, he, like, puts them cyclo- in the park. Well, right, he puts them in the park, but, like... How do you, I mean, okay, so his tornado can only be that big, and then he captures all these rocks. I don't know. I don't know how that works, because it doesn't make any sense, because they should be, like, flying in a circle, because that's how that works. They should be flying in a circle, or they should be, like... My favorite is, he caught it. We're still alive! (laughs) Yay! Yay! But he he catches these rocks in, like, a tornado basket. (sighs) That's not how wind works! No, it's not. That's not how tornadoes work, and none of that makes any sense, but it's a tornado basket, and whatever. So he catches it, and he drops him in the thing, and then he lands with the kids, and the woman's like, yay! And then she's like, fuck you, Red Tornado! How dare you save my children, you jackass! I hate you! He's like, but I saved these people! They're like, you you destroyed... He's like, he's like, look, there's a you storm... You started that storm it was my fa- It was my fault. Which, the storm didn't really seem that bad. Just no, like, no, actually... Rain. Well, no, here's the thing, though. In the first page, they, they, they do say... Oh, there's flooding? No, they go, city officials make every effort to restore power to blacked-out sections of Manhattan. But first, priority must go to rescue operations. Tonight's death toll is still unknown. So they're predicting that there's a bunch of dead people because of the storm. So basically he, like, brought Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, I was going to say, basically this is like Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. Okay, I got you. So anyway, but he's like, and everybody's like, fuck you, Red Tornado. How dare you save us? You know, you started that storm. This is all your, and he's like, "But, but, but I just saved you. And everybody's like, let's mob him and kill him and beat him up. I was like, you know, he just saved a bunch of rocks and possibly with wind. Yes. And not killed you. Yes. But, you know, they're like, fuck you. Let's murder him. Yeah. And he goes away and he's like, humanity's a bunch of assholes. Fuck them. I'm going to go to the one person who I, I know cares about me. And he goes to this little girl. Well, try it. That's his try adopted it. daughter. And he's, and he's like, I'm here. And she's and this like, actually is really funny. Cause so so the, he runs into this place. And they're all like, actually, I don't know why this woman's yelling for police. Yeah. <laughs> help police. Police. Does that work? Like, if you just Well, maybe in New York police. it does, or Metropolis, well, you, can, you can yell that out a window. If you're, like, on a street, help police might work, but. But she's yelling at that, and it's funny, because he kind of comes through this door like a, like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and the kids are not even phased by it. Like, they're both, they're just, actually, they're all, they all look very. They're like, all creepy. It's really creepy. Probably, obviously, they've been taken over by the construct because it's on the TV. Should this be our cover photo? I don't know. I kind of like that one. I don't know. I might take a picture of that for myself. All right. But, um... And he's like... Oh, that's right, because they're watching the construct. Oh, right. shit, I just realized yeah. that. Oh, it's a good show. Yeah, and he's like, you shouldn't have come here. I don't like you either. Fuck you, Red Tornado. And he's like... Bah, bah, <laughs> Did you get the part where she's like, they have a speak spell that's smarter than yeah. you. <laughs> That's right. Cow goes moo. He's like, I can't moo. <laughs> He's like, no. I don't, I don't even know what a cow mooing. is. I can't even join oh, milk. Why? And so he gets very upset. He leaves. Oh, well, rightfully so. He just got slammed. Right. He's had by an that. eastern immigrant girl, uh, by, by an immigrant girl, over be, being Dumb dumber than a speaking spell. spell. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you know, and you finally, should have did here. It was like he should have just found the speaking spell, just smashed it. That would have been funny. <laughs> he was like, smashed fuck your speaking spell. She's like, well, you know what? Simon says is smarter than you too. And he's like, fuck your Simon says. And just, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> this, this this perfection game says it's smarter than you. <laughs> it pops up in sixty seconds to you. I didn't think so. <laughs> this easy big oven. <laughs> it's smarter than you. 
Can you make can you make <laughs> shitty cake in three hours? Does it take you three hours to make a cake? The do you have a heat lamp? And, do you have a really hot light bulb that makes cake? <laughs> it burns children. No, I didn't think you did. <laughs> what other toys from the eighties would be smarter than? Well, do you remember how they had the like, Easy Bake Oven and they also had a, a creepy crawly oven? Yeah. Where you could make creepy crawlies. Yeah, but that was later. Yeah. We had the thing in 1985. What toys were around? Oh, I don't know. You know, that get, that would be smarter than Red Tornado. This, <laughs> this Play-Doh is smarter than you. But it's not electronic. You have to think of, like, ones that have some sort of electronic device. This Atari is smarter <laughs> than you. And that was the real reason for the Atari game, video game crash. Was because it was smarter than Red Tornado? Yes. Should have been because it was dumber than Red Tornado. No. They're saying that it's smarter than him. But then it would have been smart enough to not crash. Well, actually, it was 1985, so this already happened. I, 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 this, this, uh, what were people playing? People weren't playing video games back in 1985. I'm sure they were. Everybody still had an Atari. There's the Atari that only, shit. With, with these 30 ET cartridges <laughs> that they bought because we're under, because we're, because we're orphans and we don't have anything better to play. So we have to constantly play ET. <laughs> right. Atari gave us all these free games and it's just nothing but ET cartridges. It's nothing but ET. These are the ones that didn't end up in that dump. <laughs> that dump. It's smarter than you. Smash. <laughs> So, uh, as Red Tornado... This, this Snoopy Freezy Cone Maker. <laughs> the Snoopy Snow Cone Machine. Snoopy Snow Cone Machine is smarter, smarter than, than you. These color chlor, color forms. Oh, man. That's right. You bake these in the oven. Can't <laughs> bake you in the oven. <laughs> can you go in the oven and be stuck on this, no, this flag? Can you go... Can you, you get small, these shrinky... These fucking shrinky dinks to these, put things in the oven? These sea monkeys are smarter than you. <laughs> No. He's Barbie doll. Ken is smarter than you. That's true. Do you understand? Dude, Ken's not Ken has more hair than you. Ken is not smarter than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> All right. So uh, he's very upset and he's like running out and he runs into his girlfriend. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so glad I found you. And he's like, no, fuck you. I'm so angry. So I have a question here. Okay, so he's like, yeah, so he's pissed. Yeah. Is he like whipping these kids around in a fucking tornado? Or did he like go somewhere else? No, because I believe there's a kid like right there in the tuxedo there. And they're all like, so he's like throwing all these kids around in a tornado. And then he like, she's like, don't kill everybody. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you guys. It's not worth it. You're so, doing it yourselves. Fuck yeah, off. Fuck you. <laughs> Goodbye forever. I shall not miss you. Yeah. And he like. You tell him. Yeah. And he goes off through a hole in the wall. One tear. John. <sighs> you'll never get your temp assignment. Did you fill out your time card? <laughs> 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 You're needed at the button factory. They need an extra counter. Really need you to work on that spreadsheet. <laughs> do you know Excel? <laughs> Does Excel exist yet? Do you know how to do formulas in Excel? Because that's really important. I need you to get your typing score up. <laughs> we really need a higher typing score. You're only at like 10 words per minute. Oh, what the hell, Red Tornado? <laughs> Speaking Spoke really is smarter than you. <laughs> Speaking Spoke can type better. Than... Speaking Spoke can type 100 words per minute. Yeah, so he flies off the constructs like, yay! Yeah, he has a, yeah, basically a constructs like, yeah! Well, I'm, I'm gonna fuck up humanity. And that's how we leave it. Because this is number two in an issue, in a, in a series of four. So, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, there's other stuff that happens, you know, in these future issues. And, uh, you know, spoiler alert, things work out. Nothing you know? ever works out for well, Tornado. it works out up to, at the end of this video series. Then, like, the next, you know, time he shows up, he gets ripped apart. Yes. You know, so that's, that's kind of how it goes for him. <laughs> so... Yep, that's it. That's Poor Red, Red Tornado. Red, that's Red I Tornado. hope Superman apologizes. Oh, he did it. He told... He doesn't remember. He's gonna be... That's the thing, because I don't think Soup this ever came up again later. Was Superman's like, I was a real dick, wasn't I? Yeah. You know, he just, yeah. He just, like, doesn't... Be like, I'm really sorry that that guy made me rip you to pieces and throw you into the fucking East River. <laughs> like, I was... With, with all of, those other bodies. Yeah, like, I was some sort of fucking mob guy who, like, was just like, yeah, fuck it, and threw you in the river. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 don't even get a, you don't even get cement shoes. No. <coughs>
Well, that's Red Tornado number two from August 1985, part two of the four-part miniseries. Uh, and that's it for our show this week. Yeah. That was fun. Because sometimes you could, when you got good material like this, you know, when you can rip, when, when you know these are, I mean, Red Tornado's just, I love him dearly. Yes, but I know. he is such a loser. Oh, I know. Sad. I know. So, <laughs> you okay? Yes, I'm sorry. Are you? She's interneting. I'm sorry, I'm having problems. <laughs> so that's it for this week's show. Let's, uh, let's see, I, you can find me on Twitter at AngryHeroShawn, S-H-A-W-N. You can also find me on Tumblr at TheAngryHero.tumblr.com. Also, AngryHeroShawn on Instagram. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Tumblr and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com, jenstansfield.wordpress.com. All right, folks, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.